this week's parsha we're all very familiar. We're very familiar with everything this week's parsha. We're very familiar with the Rashi that lion attacked Noah. Of course, there has to be something behind it. There has to be something significant to it. Noah, either he was late to all the animals. So then why was the lion the only one that got mad at him? <coughs> and if Noah was just late for one animal. He had to have been smart enough to like not make that animal a lion. If you're late for one animal, make it like a pacifistic animal, like a lamb. Why the lion? There has to be something to it. So I saw a gorgeous vart from the Ostrovts. The Ostrovts was a rabbi in, po- a rabbi in Poland, a huge guy and a huge tzaddik. He was nifter in 1928. So he says gorgeous. Mamish gorgeous. It's Gemara Yuma says that that in the first base of English, the fire on the Mizbeach was in the shape of a lion. In the second base of English, the fire was in the shape of a dog. What's the difference? What does it mean? What does it mean that in the first base of English, the fire on the Mizbeach was in the shape of a lion? The second base of English was in the shape of a dog. So the Rizal says, as far as saying, that our mitzvahs, our avayda, is what protects us. Our mitzvahs, what we do, how we serve our Kodesh Baruch that's our protection. Says the Astrovitz, there's a difference in nature to the protection provided by a lion versus the protection provided by a dog. If you have a lion in your front yard, in a moat or whatever, the lion is not simply an early warning system. Burglar alarm. The lion not only alerts you to an intruder, the lion devours the intruder. It's full of service protection. It's not simply a method of alarm, it's a, it's a method of taking care of your problem. Whereas a dog, even the most ferocious, vicious dogs, you don't find them usually eating robbers. The way that a vicious dog works, or any dog works, is it alerts the homeowner to the impending danger, and then the homeowner needs to react and to take matters into his own hands and to take care of the problem that he was alerted to by his dog. It's the difference in the shmira of a lion and a dog. That's the difference between bias rish and a bias In bias rish, where the shrina was so begulli, it was so apparent, it was so evident that when a person experienced bias rishon, <laughs> the protection, the hisirus, the impression that going to bias rishon made on a person required no further action. It was like that of a lion. You go to bias rishon, you see the ten nisim constantly. You're a changed person, and and you are engansen protected, and you've gotten the full benefit from the bias. That's why the fire on the Mizbeach, the ultimate in Avoida, was in the shape of a lion. Bayes Shemi, Shemi was not so apparent. In Bayes Shemi, the Shemi was somewhat hidden. There was plenty to be Nisaira from, there was plenty to be Nispal from, but more or less, when a person went to Bessamingdash, he found Nisairus, but he needed to use it as a catalyst. The Hisairus in Bayesheni was a catalyst. It was Ma'ayur, it spurred a person onto working on himself, causing his iris to bring him to further change. A catalyst like a dog. 
that it's effective, it can wake you, it can alert you, it can get you going, but then you have to do the job on your own. That's analogous to the Hisirus in Bayashani. That's how the Astrovitz Masbury Gemar and Yuma, where the Asham, the Ish Hamarechas in the Bayas Rishon was a lion, and the Bayas Shani was a dog. In Sarm state, that the Mabel is called Menayach. In Shaya Nabi called the Mabel Menayach. As in Menayach, you know, bore some responsibility. It's his Mabel. Why? Chazal explains, it's really a Zayar, that Akash Baruch Hu told Menayach, I'm disappointed. You're not like Meshur Abbey. When a tsara befell Klal Yisrael in Meshur Abbey's time, he took care of the job lock, stock, and barrel. And Moshe davened and reversed the problem on his own. Moshe Rabbeinu took care of his dar totally. Neach, on the other hand, was commanded, be mazhir your dar. Bring them back. Neach said, okay, I will build a table. I will serve as a catalyst. I will alert people to the situation at hand, and whatever his iris a person wants, he can take home and work on, on himself. Basically, Meshur Abenu's kind of protection of his iris was that of a lion. And Noyach's protection was a catalyst-style protection akin to the protection of a dog. Therefore, on the table, the animal to mon neach, the animal to sort of tell neach, a little bit is missing, was bedafka the lion. That you, in your role as a ma'irer, in your role as someone who is there to bring alarm to a situation, acted only in the role of a catalyst, like a dog, like the second Mesamigdash. You could have done better, you could have acted like a lion, so the lion was the one that bit Nayak. So says the Astrovitz. Cats don't like dogs. But he then goes on and says a gorgeous shot in a baffling Gemara in Megillah. There's a Gemara in Megillah that's really, really, really hard to understand at face value. We're familiar with the capital Tehillim that encapsulates Purim and Tainas Esther, the capital Ayelas HaShachar, in which Esther describes the entire drama that unfolded Purimtav. And we know the famous Pasik, Keli, Keli, Lama Zavtani. Hashem, why have you abandoned me? Explains the Gemara in Megillah Daftas Vav that when Esther walked into Achashverish's court, she sensed that Ruach HaKadosh departed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu left her, left her on her own. Keli, Keli, Lama Zavtani. And Esther then went through some self-analysis. She went through some introspection, and she tried to figure out, why is it that I lost my Ruach HaKadosh? Says Esther Amalka, perhaps it's that I called Achashverosh a dog. And like we say in the Pesach, it's that I referred to him as a dog. Okay, you win, I won't. I will call him a lion. Shieni Kari. I will call him a lion. And then she got her Ruach HaKadosh restored. What 
on earth is going on in this Gemara. Is that Kaddish Baruch Hu actually upset at Esther for calling Achashverosh, who is not a uh, desirable character, a dog? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is being Meichar for Achashverosh's covet. And when finally Esther steps up her game and refers to Achashverosh properly with the right covet as a lion, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is happy. What's going on in this Gemara? This Gemara is really, really, really hard to understand. Pashim Shat. Zakta Ostrov to what's going on is as follows. We know that Achashverosh has a unique place in history as having given the biggest and best and most effective and rousing troubadrush in the history of Kali Yisrael. G'day l'hasaras ha-tabas. It was more effective. Achashverosh removing his ring and allowing Haman to do as he pleases, that jolt and that smack in the face was more effective than the nevuah of mem ches neviim beches neviyos. Our best and our brightest, Yirmiyo Hanavi, Yeshaya Hanavi, the people that were mechiachas throughout the ages, paled in comparison to Achashverosh. Achashverosh was the most effective Musar giver in history. And Esther could not stomach that. Esther said, Chas that the one who was most effective in being Yisrael should have a role anything greater than a catalyst, than a dog. And therefore, Esther, with all her will, wanted Achashverosh to be a dog. And that's why she said, that yes, Achashverosh, I have to admit, was a catalyst, was a ma'ira, was a magid meisharim. But please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, keep it in the role of a dog. Keep it in the bias shamey level. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I'm sorry. That's simply not true. That's simply not true. He really, really was Ma'ir Kali You can't lie. Esther said, all right, he's a lion. Okay, you have your Ruch back because it was a real disirus. Once again, that's the pshat. In the Ari on the Mizbech was the Ari that bit Noach, and that is the ultimate hisirus that one should take from something he sees. Shabbos. Uh,